For decades, we've helped Tom's family with parenting, adoption, and what it means to be pro-life. It's just typical of the way Focus on the Family has worked over the years. They just provide very practical, biblically-based things that help people to make the right choice and, and support people in ways that really are necessary. That's why Tom and his wife give monthly, to encourage and equip other families. Focus on the family is out on the front lines of things that you know are necessary in the culture and in, in the community, and we as Christians are called to support God's work in that way. It's just a blessing to us to be a part of it. I'm Jim Daly. I'm inviting you to give monthly so that together we can save even more families. Join our Friends of Focus on the Family team by calling 800-A-FAMILY or donate at focusonthefamily.com family. Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. All of us carry some kind of baggage into our marriages, but we have to let go of those bags if we want to have a healthy relationship. I was just talking with a, a colleague this morning about this. She just got married, and I said, how's it going? She said, three months. It's, it's going well. And I shared a little bit about things I'm still dealing with after 35 years. Dina and I have a pretty good marriage, but we still have some baggage from our childhood that we have to unpack and continue to deal with. And I wasn't trying to scare her or anything. I was just saying, you know what? It's worth it. It takes some work, but it's worth it. Um, Greg, you and Aaron have, I mean, you've gotten all of your baggage dealt with, right? I mean, right. Yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> what's wrong the, with you? That's why you're the host of a podcast. I'm not going to let you talk to any of our colleagues <laughs> if that's what you're saying to them. We all have baggage. Yeah. And I went through a really traumatic experience in college. So several years before I walked down the aisle with Aaron and I didn't deal with some of the issues that I really should have just was oblivious. I didn't understand it. So the impact in my marriage, I then showed up as a very passive husband based on what had happened to me. Now I'm this passive husband, just so frustrated, Aaron, just the way that I would show up, just, it just, she, I wasn't leading. I wasn't initiating, wasn't pursuing her all based on something that I had gone through several years prior to that. We all have baggage. It took me sadly many years to get the help that I needed to yeah. deal with those things. But why wait to your point? I love your advice to, to our newlywed colleague. Like just, just keep dealing with your stuff along the way. Yeah. Be willing to work on the relationship. And the payoff is down the road, you'll have a, a really great relationship in time, uh, better than you can possibly imagine right now. Well, let's go ahead and return to a conversation that we uh, began last time. Uh, Jim Daly had a chance to talk to Ann White and she shares very candidly about uh, how she and her husband learned to overcome some of their own marital struggles. We allow those patterns to develop where we get snippy and we think we're winning. There may be a little tote board in our heads, you know, I won that one, whatever it might be. But we do fall into these traps of patterns that we just get on each other and Talk to us about the deadly nature of that and what you're experiencing now with Mike versus what you had before that was destructive, dysfunctional, mm -hmm. and now closer to God, more in tune with each other. Um, describe that difference and what it means to your heart. Well, the dance is, that you're talking about is often described as a dysfunctional dance. And it's 
often we bring it out of childhood. We learn by um, what we see and we observe other broken relationships. And of course, in the case of my husband's um, upbringing and mine both, we witnessed very broken relationships within our households. So we saw that dance going around where one person hurts the other person and the other person gets defensive and comes back and criticizes or hurts the other. It becomes a vicious cycle. And I think in order to break that cycle, you've got to take your eyes off the other person and start looking in the mirror. And that's one of the most courageous steps that I had to learn in this process that I talk about in the book is I had to learn I can't change someone else. I spent my entire life and my entire marriage believing I could change Mike, I could change my kids, I could change whatever I needed to change and make it the way I thought it needed to be or make that person the way I thought they needed to be. When instead, I needed to be looking in the mirror and saying, what needs to change in me? Is it my attitude, my behaviors? my amount of courage. What needs to change in my life? And so I think God was calling me to look in the mirror. And I think that's the first step. Number one, we talked about if a couple's struggling, it takes two. It takes two to get married. It takes two to stay married. And if you've got both members of that marriage that are willing to get help and willing to surrender their marriage to God, it can not only be healed but it can be better than ever. And that's been the experience Mike and I've had. And that's the goal. Um, but let me ask you, when you're describing that dance, that dysfunctional dance, as you mentioned, how does a person really get a hold of that? You, you, what I tend to think is that it's these are steps. Mm -hmm. The steps have different gaps, some large steps, some small steps. And I think this is one of the larger steps, to actually embrace the fact that I'm not going to try to control my spouse. I'm going to look in my own heart and say, this is what I can control. It's only me. It's easy to say, and it can be really hard to do. Well, Jim, it's a process. I mean, it, it, and it takes time. And I think that's what, when I decided to write a book, I had never wanted to write a book. There was not something that I set out to do or say, you know, someday I want to write a book. Matter of fact, I was terrible at English. So <laughs> we won't Join go the crowd. there. It was, you know, it's just not something that was ever on my radar. But when God called me to comfort others with the same comfort he'd given me and called me, I felt that it was imperative that I share the steps and that process that I went through to heal myself. Mm -hmm. And in healing myself, it changed the dynamics of our relationship and our marriage. And, of course, Mike joined me in that healing and the counseling. But in order to change that dance, this dysfunctional dance, if you change one partner in that dance, the dance changes. Huh. If one partner gets healthier, the entire dance changes. And then the other person responds differently. They see and recognize that change in the person. So... I've had couples go through um, the seven steps to courage that's in the book, Courage for Life. I've had many women in um, whatever they need courage for, but go through this. So I talk about this process that I went to in committing to change, looking at the obstacles that I needed to overcome. And those obstacles could be bad attitudes. They could be behaviors. They could be sin in my life. They could be um, past hurt, fear, pain that I was experienced that I needed to deal with. 
you know, Greg, Ann talked about dealing with her own issues um, before God could really bring healing to their marriage. You mentioned this last time. There are some very practical ways that we can look at ourselves so that we can kind of assess if we are healthy or not as a spouse. What do you think? Um, I know that we're great as liars to ourselves. Oh. <laughs> we it it's amazing how I can rationalize behavior. I think, oh man, I've got it all figured out and I'm doing this really, really well when maybe the people that are closest to me are really hurting. Maybe I'm not aware of what's going on. And that's why I encourage couples, I tell you, the best way to figure out if you're dealing with your stuff is to ask your wife, your husband, ask your children. My if you're brave enough, ask this question to your spouse. What is it like being married to me? Hmm. Because it gives them an opportunity, if they feel safe enough to be honest around that, it, it gives them an opportunity to give you some feedback on how things are going. I asked Aaron that really honestly not too long ago and thinking, man, we're in a good season. So you had an expectation of oh, what yeah. she was going to say. Like I, I just assumed she was going to go, you know, I see you're working hard and man, we're connected and things are really going great. And I mean, she knows me well enough. To, she'll start off with some praise, but ultimately she said, you know, lately I've, I've just really been feeling invisible. And I'm thinking, what? I talk to you every day and blah, 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 we're dealing with it. You didn't respond in that. that these well, were, I wanted to. Yes. They these were, were all just thoughts in your head. Exactly. Got it. But to, to, if you're willing enough to hear the feedback and, and actually be curious to go, huh, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, yeah, help me to better understand that. Because it was very far from what mm-hmm. I experienced about yes. my own self. Yes. And just to hear her, there, there were ways in which as an introvert, as I finish up work and come home, man, I'm ready to sit in front of the TV and just kind of veg and, and relax. I've spoken a lot of words. I'm sort of done. But there was a way in which that she just didn't feel that I was pursuing her inner life hmm. and really finding out how are you really doing? How are you feeling? What, what What's going on? And just getting that sort of feedback um, I went, well, one, let me pray about it. Cause John, I think that's such an important part of getting any sort of feedback is that we can't let people be our source of truth. God may be using Aaron in that moment yeah. to speak truth, but, but always go to him and go, God, is that, g- give me some perspective there. Is that, is that true? Hmm. And honestly, as I prayed about that and just sat with it, I went, you know what? That is absolutely true. Hmm. And it's given me some real tangible things to, to think about and, and to, and how to show up differently. And so I've been working really hard to pick a couple nights a week that no TV. And let me just invite her out into the deck and sit in some chairs and let's just talk and let me see how you're doing. So it's hard because I'd much rather just chill and not talk yeah. to anybody. Yeah. Quite frankly, <laughs> if I had it, including if I was me? all by myself. Ouch. Oh. Well, you just have to deal with okay, it. Okay. I will. I'll deal with my stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll look right. at focus on the family.com and see if I can find some <laughs> stuff good article by yeah. Greg Smalley. <laughs> Check it out. We, uh, seriously, we do have some great stuff online. We're going to link over in the, uh, the episode notes. Be sure you look for a copy of Anne's great book, Courage for Life. We've got that. We're highlighting it, and it's our uh, it's our thank you gift when you join our support team, either with a monthly pledge or a one-time gift of any amount. 
Um, also, if you need some real um, starting points for your relationship, if you haven't talked to somebody, and we covered this idea last time uh, pretty in-depth, reach out and find somebody to talk with. If you don't know who, call us. Uh, we have great Christian counselors here. They are wonderful, and they really will care for you. Um, we also have our Hope Restored Marriage Intensive. A lot of great resources is the bottom line. Uh, just reach out, and, and we'll get you started. Next time, we're going to hear from Pastor Ted Cunningham. Um, he's always fun and always brings great biblical insights, this time about letting go of anger toward your spouse. Plan to join us then. For now, I'm John Fuller on behalf of Greg Smalley and the rest of the team. Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage podcast.